Hey chickadees, I'm Candace Simmons, founder of Stiletto Ninjas, and you are listening to Girl Listen. What is on my mind this week? <laughs> Hashtag not my problem. Girl Listen. <laughs> Hello chickadees, this is the very first episode of Girl Listen, and I could not wait to chat with you all today, because today I want to talk to you about follow your detour signs. Because no matter what, my friends, you will still end up exactly where you were destined to be. So when I think about it, right, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. And looking back at it, it's kind of okay because I must say so. It all worked out, right? The high school version of me was a pretty smart kid. I mean, like a straight A kid, right? But with all things working in my favor, I still didn't finish college. I dropped out. I quit going because I wanted to play house and start a adulting way too early. Boy, if I knew then what I know now, I'm sure we've all said that, but I'm gonna give myself grace. I guess you could say this moment was a self-imposed detour, but nothing that God already didn't know would happen. I'll be honest though, it was God such a disappointment for my mom. I remember her asking, what would I do in life with just a high school diploma? And I mean, to be honest with y'all, I don't think I really cared. I had stumbled into a job in the financial industry and all was good. To me, the young, youthful, naive eyes, I wouldn't change a thing. At that time, I was young, I was motivated, I was highly competitive. So I was doing quite well for myself for a 20 year kid. However, let's be real. At that time, I was merely chasing dollar signs. What mattered to me the most was how much money did the job pay. So throughout my 20s, I continued to work in the financial industry and I was soaking up as much as I could. I'll give myself some credit. Even as a young kid, I was like a sponge. And my personal life wasn't doing too bad either. I was dating my high school crush, Larry, who I call babe a thousand times a day. After a five-year long-distance relationship, yes, y'all, long. When I say long, I'm talking about like eight hours. I lived in Florida, and he was in the military in Georgia. So, I mean, we were like states away from each other. And after five years of dating, he finally, as married now, put a ring on it. Our family quickly grew by two. I'm going to be honest. Here's some truth, sir. I put the carriage before the marriage. We had our oldest son, Cameron, while we were still dating. And then later on, after we got married, we had our baby girl, Mason. And I came into this amazing relationship, being gifted the opportunity to be a stepmother to our oldest, oldest son, Jalen. So as you can imagine, now I'm in a different phase in my life. I'm a little bit older. I'm a little bit wiser. And I learned something about myself. Money was not my whiffum. And you heard me correct, whiffum. You don't have to turn your volume up on your radio. That's exactly what I said, whiffum, which is the what's in it for me. We all have that something that drives us. And for me, what I learned, money just wasn't it. Now, don't get me wrong. For the right amount, I would pretty much take on any job, but I wouldn't be happy for the long term. This was really the first time I learned to listen to myself and follow the signs because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I enjoyed doing. So the big question for me was, why aren't you doing it, self? 
So buckle up, because here is my second detour, ladies. I went chasing my Wiffum, and I took a position still in the financial industry, but with a different organization in a different role, and get this, for a much lower salary. So imagine having that conversation with babe. Didn't go over too well. But I knew this. I knew that this change would put me in a better position to achieve my career goals. I knew if I stayed where I was, I would just be stagnant. I mean, heck, if I kind of look back at it and I think about it, I was already stagnant. I was just there collecting a check. There was absolutely nothing challenging about that position. I could do it in my sleep, and I kind of was. And I'm a huge, huge, huge fan that if you're not being challenged in your life, then my friend, you are not growing. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's how you know you're being stretched to learn something and do something unfamiliar to you at that very uncomfortable spot in your life that's really where growth happens that's where it just organically takes place so I needed this detour right because this is where I got to experience the impact I could have on other people's development and growth I learned how to drive those critical conversations to help people untie their knots and peel back their real hangups. It was there where I encourage others, especially women around me, to learn how to own their day and not let the day own them. I watched myself become a coach, a mentor, a sponsor, and a friend to many, especially to women. It was there that I challenged myself to get into the driver's seat of my own personal development and growth and stop being a backseat driver. And let me tell y'all, I was enjoying having a front row seat to other people's successes as well. Opportunities continue to present themselves and... Your girl, I continue to take advantage of them. I had tunnel vision. I was zoned in on my dream role as a district leader. This is where I knew I would be able to lead and inspire an entire team, my team, my tribe. I was methodical, though, and tactical in my development. I made a plan and I attacked it. I somehow learned how to create a brand that my peers trusted as a partner, trusted as a leader, trusted as a consultant, trusted as a coach. Y'all, I had my entire career mapped out when the opportunity to apply for a district leader role opened up right in my backyard. And you know your girl applied. I was so freaking prepared. I had my resume. I had my experiences. I had sponsors advocating for me in rooms that I wasn't even in. Everybody was in my corner and said, Candace, you got this. And I so believed it. But I forgot one important thing. I forgot to stop and ask God, was this what you wanted for me? And he quickly showed me this is not what he wanted for me because I ain't get the job. In my mind, this was it. If there ever was a chance of me becoming a district leader, the stars had aligned. It was perfect timing. It was the perfect moment. And I didn't get selected. So y'all know, detour what now? Number three comes up. Now what? Yeah, I could have gotten better. But I have a little, a little saying I tell folks, listen, don't get better, get better. Right there in that spot, I learned to appreciate when God closes a door because I know he has something different and something better. 
What I had to learn, though, is on this map that I had, on this plan that I had already created, if I'm following God's plan, I may have to take a little bit of a detour. But what's most important is I had to keep going, and I did. I took a different position and buckled down in this new role. Because in every position, what I've learned is there's always something that I can bring to the role, but there's also something in that role that is meant for me to learn just as well. And so I did. I buckled in. I put in 100% like I always do. And let me tell you, this detour into this position wasn't bad at all. And then there was another opening for an entirely different position. But here's the thing. This new position was not in my plan, girlfriend. So here comes my fourth detour. Because this position was intimidating. It was not in my comfort zone. It was not on my radar. I did not write this down. I did not plan this. When I compared my resume to others in the role, I also didn't feel adequate. I learned very quickly that comparison will kill your faith. For the first time, I had to learn to not make my own plan and then pray to God to bless it, right? I had to pray. Pray to God first and say, hey, what's your plan for me? And in the ninth hour, I mean ninth hour, I applied scare as heck. It gets even scarier because I was selected. And this position, y'all, was God made for me. All of my work experience, all of my previous roles, everything had led and prepared me for this position. And when I look back at it, it's crazy because I almost lost this opportunity because of fear. And in that moment, I realized fear is okay. It's human. It's natural. You should have fear if you're about to do something that's uncomfortable. But I could not let fear paralyze me. And y'all can't let fear paralyze you. You must keep moving through the fear because on the other side of fear is your blessings. But the only way to combat fear is faith. And I had to have faith in this process that if this position is for me, it's for me. And if it's not, it's not. Because what I know is if God closes a door, he closes it for a reason. But if he opens the door, I better walk my buddy in, right? So it was during this time that I got bit by the bug. And I don't mean an actual bug. I'm talking about the entrepreneurship bug. You see, because this role during this time in this new adventure, I was exposed to so many incredible women in faith, in leadership, in power. But it also exposed me to so many broken and lost women. I started seeing a trend among women who were looking for their place in life. You know, so many women who feel like they are merely existing in a life that they didn't even sign up for anyways. So many women trying to figure out how do they juggle it all, being a wife, being a mother, being a friend, but still wanting and craving this thriving career or to own their own business or to go back to school. And when I looked at some of these women, I knew exactly how they felt because I, too, have been in this complacent place. I, too, was still learning how to have it all. How do I have a rewarding career? How do I build a healthy marriage with this man that I love? How do I get through the day without mom guilt? How do I get into a size eight jeans? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) okay, okay, the size eight is stretching it, but y'all get me. 
And if I was honest with myself and with all of you, I wasn't balancing it all as well. I mean, I guess you could say at this point, I hit like a four-way stop sign because I had to stop and look to the left of me, look to the right of me and cross with caution. When I looked to my left, I saw a version of me that was pretending. I was living like this double life for so long. Monday through Friday from eight to five, it was like lights, camera, action because I was a rock star at work. But as soon as I got home, I had no energy to give to anyone. I became like this drill sergeant mom. You know, it was like barking orders. Do your homework, clean your room, eat your dinner, say your prayers, go to bed, wake up and do this madness all over again. I became this distant, nagging, boring wife (laughs) that only talked to her husband about bills, lawn work, house repairs, savings, credit scores, and family vacations. At this moment, y'all, I had my biggest detour sign ever because while I was climbing this corporate ladder, the things that really mattered to me the most were falling apart. I so needed to follow this detour because this is where I learned to lean into all of me, all of Candace Simmons. What that means is that as women, we wear multiple hats. So we just can't nurture one aspect of our life. I had done very well. Don't get me wrong. I had done very well nurturing and growing my career. I had watched myself mature as a leader and a coach, but I needed to do the same in all aspects of me. I needed to work on my growth as a woman of faith. I needed to work on my growth as a wife. I needed to work on myself as a mother. I needed to work on myself as a friend. And now to like add more to my plate, I got to work on myself as this inspiring entrepreneur. So I applied what I learned in the corporate world and I dug in right? Assessing where I was, assessing what I needed, learning the things that I do well in these roles, but, you know, being honest and learning the things I needed to work on. I knew what I was missing the most was my relationship with God. Attendance in church is one thing, but a true relationship is different. So I started working and listen, I'm a work in progress. I'm like a baby saying I'm still working and I'm still learning what it means to devote time and worship to him through his grace. He has shown me parts about me that needed changing. He's shown me if I want a different husband, I had to be a different wife. I had to step back and learn how to meet my husband where he was at and love him right there. And it's been amazing when he reciprocates it back to me. I had to slow down as a mom and realize, listen, these little creatures don't come with manuals. I haven't messed them up. They're not going to be scorned for life. And I mean, I'll be honest with y'all. My babies are good kids. I also had to realize that they're going to grow up fast, mama bear. So I better start enjoying them. Listen, this was probably the most amazing detour ever because for the first time, not only was I on the journey, but I was taking the time to enjoy the ride and taking the scenery as well. Because I mean, what's the rush, right? Life is in a race. At this pivotal moment in my life, though, right there, right here, right? I have my career. I know what to do in that. I'm building in my marriage. I'm being present with my children. I'm praying more. I'm reading more. It was right here in this like 
moment that I dare to believe I can help do this for other women. Because just what if? What if I created a village where or a community where women could come together to embrace each other? What if I could connect like-minded and unlike-minded women, right? To inspire, to motivate, and to educate each other. To help pour into them as others have poured into me. If I had already mentored countless women in my village, what if I mentored another hundred from afar? What if I told my story now? What if I didn't wait until I have it all figured out and I just told it right now where I'm at in the process of it? So many biographies are written after the person has gotten success because it's almost like embarrassing to tell it while you're going through the process. But what if someone could learn from me now? And what if I can continue to learn from others? As I answered those questions, I took my next detour. Never, ever, ever would I have thought in a million years I would be where I am today, which is the same amount of dedication I've been pouring into my job, into that corporate world, giving to others. I'm giving myself that same dedication to build my own legacy. It is scary. And confusing. I mean, even this podcast, it's been an act of grace and patience getting this thing off the ground. And I probably spend more days trying to talk myself out of it. But every day, God shows me another detour sign that says, keep straight, keep going. And I listen and I follow and I do. I keep going while I'm building Stiletto Ninjas. I keep going while I build Girl Listen. I keep going while I build the woman Candace Simmons was always meant to be. I think what's pretty cool, though, especially through this Girl Listen, is now on this trip, I got some passengers along the ride with me, my chickadees. I can't wait to see where this adventure takes us together. So, I mean, here we are at episode one of Girl Listen, and who knows where this will go, but I can't wait for this journey. Until next week, though, I want to leave y'all with a sticky note moment. I don't know about you guys, but my life is on a sticky note. So, if you're driving, sitting at your desk or at home, grab a sticky note, grab a pen, because here it is. I encourage you, if your life or parts of your life is on a detour, keep going. Don't stop. Don't turn around. Don't go back to where you started from. Like any detour on the road, it can be scary because you're no longer on that familiar path. When you think about it, detours normally take you down an unfamiliar road. You also never know how long the detour will last. But if you just continue to follow the signs, you will get back on the path you were always destined to be. The signs are there, my friends. Look for them. Listen for them. Obey them. Follow them. Keep going. And you'll end up where you were always meant to be. I would love to hear your sticky note moments from tonight's episode. And as I have always said from day one, Girl Listen is our village. So if you have any questions or suggestions for this podcast, please feel free to share. But remember, ladies, we throw glitter and not shade. To keep up with me and my boss mom life, you can follow me at Facebook Stiletto Ninjas or on Instagram at Candice.IamStilettoNinjas. I look forward to catching up with you ladies. So with that, my friend, this has been another episode of Girl Listen. Bye, chickadees.